we're back for the second episode of Witchcast. It resumes. Alright, well, I'm Amanda. And I'm Christine. And we have another new episode for you, filled with the usual, where we start off with the news and everything, and then we move on to the character cases, up by up, comic cracker, then our top ten list, the 13th portal, our question and answer time, music time, and then pretty much anything additional followed by the links and websites. So, okay, let's start the news now, I guess. Yeah. There's even less news this time around. Uh, no new issues. Uh, but we have Max scanning 69 and Royas is going to scan 70 and 72. So those will be up soon and Mooncloud has a new mini special up on our site called Sporty Friends. Which is, as usual, a funny and light, and light read while waiting for the next comic issue. Amanda's making the episodes available for iPod. iPod. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the, I've got them converted. I'm going to put them up on the unofficial witch website sometime soon. So, guys, look for those. You can watch the witch episodes on your iPods. All right. Well, the song ended, so I guess we listen to our sponsors now. Mm. Sounds good. All right. Let's do that then. This podcast is hosted by the unofficial witch website. Whether you want to see the episodes, read the comics, or more, you can come here for your witch fix. Visit the unofficial witch website bravehost.com today. Well, okay, well, our character of the week is Irma Lair, because we're going in the order of witch, and then we're going to probably do Elyon and gone with all the other characters in witch and everything, but... So, Irma's name is, yes, Irma Lair. Her birthday is March 13th. Her uh, astrological sign is Pisces. Um, at the beginning of the series, her age is 13. Her power is that she controls the element of water. She also has extra powers where she exhibits like mind control powers, such as her ability to make her teachers choose the only thing she has studied for pop quizzes. Although her mind control power is kind of a lot more apparent in the show, since she uses it more often. Um, along with her mind control power, Irma also seems able to change things, such as the color of her clothes at will. Later on, her powers advance to allow her to see visions in water. She's kind of freaked out about that a little bit. It comes in handy, you know. Her personality, she is spunky, very bluntly honest, and extremely humorous as she cracks jokes in even the most serious situations to lighten up the mood. She butts heads often with Cornelia because of her quirky comments and because she always seems the least gravely serious of the Guardians. She is very friendly and fun and is well known as the most flirtatious girl. She is a very relaxed person who goes with the flow with whatever she goes through, with an easygoing smile. But when her water is boiled, she kind of gets a real temper. She craves to be the center stage and the spotlight, but she also is very determined and loves helping others. Um, when her, as her mother died when she was very little, Irma considers her stepmother Anna Lair to be her mother. But she also has a seven-year-old half-brother named Chris Lair and a police officer father named Tom Lair. And, of course, she also has her pet turtle named Leafy, which goes with the whole water. So, yeah, let's I see. Um, her favorite sport is loafing and relaxation in water. Now, the loafing I can relate to. Yes. Let's <laughs> see. Her favorite subject is geography. Her crush is always changing, though Martin Tubbs is obsessed with her throughout the series. Irma's first crush is Andrew Hornby, who turns out to be shallow, and her newest crush is Joel Wright. 
Yeah, I think she gets more boyfriends or something later on in the arcs, but I haven't read that far, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, some other facts. She likes ta- taking long baths and staying out in the ocean without getting any wrinkles. She also has a big appetite and loves food and is a big-time procrastinator of school and tends to be late for events and meetings. She's just like us. <laughs> Irma also seems uh, to most often... If yeah. she's not the only one to use her power for personal gains. Yeah, like whenever she um, tried to charm Andrew Hornby, but she turned him into a frog when mm. she turned into a guardian self. That was kind of funny, actually. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, my God. can't believe she, she kept doing that, too, I know. throughout the series. See. Talking, telling see. jokes, and shopping are also hobbies of Irma. It's probably the only thing she really... It's probably person, part of her personality, actually. But yeah, but think, I think that's, like, one of the only things she really shares with Cornelia. Shopping. Probably. Maybe. Yes. Let's see. She's good at acting, as she won the lead role in Halen's Tale of the Four Dragons play. And she is also obsessed with music, and her idol is the rock singer Carmilla. Mm-hmm. At times, she says rude things that she doesn't mean to her stepmother, but always feel guilty and tries to work things out between them. Irma's guardian theme color is turquoise blue. Yeah, I'm not sure. We could probably come up with a lot more things about Irma, but at this moment, yeah, not really sure. But mm-hmm. Irma's awesome. She's so fun and funny and relaxed, and everyone just loves her funny comments and everything. She really does bring witch. She does. She makes everybody have fun and witch. So... I guess we have the second episode of season one for our Ep by Ep, right? Yeah. Which is also the title of this episode, It Resumes. Let's see. Uh, first thing that happens is that Cedric reports to Phobos saying that he had been captured the rebel leader. And let's see, after that, uh, surprised that there were appointed guardians, Phobos worries that their interference would complicate the search for his sister, who he is planning on stealing her powers. Um, Phobos tries to get Caleb to reveal the other leaders in the rebellion, but Caleb um, refuses to betray them. So then it switches to Shuffled Institute, where the girls are thinking about what happened at their first battle. They mention that the class picture day is the very next day. <laughs> oh, wow. Then it switches back to Caleb in Phobos' castle when he tries to escape, but to no avail. Bathic sends Caleb into a deep prison. And... and he slips sneak. a key. Yeah, he slips yeah. a key into his bread and throws it down into his little pit dungeon thing. And then he meets Blunk, a talking pickle, <laughs> apparently, who smuggles things and lives for trading weird objects. But... Caleb doesn't really think that the Guardians would rescue him, so he tries to get out, but fails, and he keeps falling down and everything. Um, And then Blunk pretty much spits out the key out of the bread, and Caleb takes it to unlock his cuss. Let's see, and then Cedric tells Phobos that they have found a portal, and Phobos orders them to bring him Will. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun. And Heatherfield, the girls are walking home from school, talking about picture day, and Will is kind of being left out. Bill. She feels like she's being left out and everything. So she's walking down an alley, and the next thing we know, all we do is hear her gasp, and her backpack is thrown to the ground. You see, like, flashing lights, and we can assume that Cedric just took her through the portal. Yep. Let's see. The girls are at school the next morning when Tarani brings Will's backpack with the heart in it. Uh, let's see. The girls decide to go save her with protests from Cornelia, who really wants to take her school picture. 
Yeah, she annoys me this whole episode, I swear. I know. And then let's okay. see. Then they go through a portal in the sewer. That's a nice portal. Uh, well, at least that follows the comics. I know. That was in the comics, too. Yeah. Caleb is going through ways to escape when Will is thrown down with him. Caleb is surprised to see that she's the guardian leader and that she didn't bring the heart. Yeah. Um, well, whenever they get up to the portal, Irma pushes Cornelia through the portal. Um, with, to her pleasure, apparently. <laughs> and the girls are going through the dangerous swamps meridian when Cornelia uses a vine to swing across into Phobos' castle. Let's see. Phobos senses that the heart uh, of Kanjikar is in the... Is in... Meridian, meridian. so... <laughs> and then sends Cedric after the guardians. Um, they finally find Will, and they send the heart of Kanjikar to her, and she uses the heart to turn them all into guardians so they can fight against Phobos' guards and um, Lurdens and try to find a way to escape. See, uh, after escaping with uh, an almost watery death, <laughs> if they weren't careful, they could have drowned poor Caleb. Let's see, Blunk finds a tunnel blocked with bars, which Tarani melts for them to escape through, while Caleb tries to distract Cedric. And right then, it's apparent pretty much that Cornelia is like, oh, he's so cute. Is he cute or what? Yes. <laughs> and then, let's see, once out, Halen goes back to save Caleb, and they are ambushed by a large rock-like creature at the portal. Actually, while she was saving Caleb, didn't she ask, are you single? Because I think my friend likes you. Yeah, she was asking that and everything. A lot of people, a lot of people who are like, Caleb and Will uh, shippers, if you say that, they're all like, no, 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 why is Cornelia going to be with Caleb? I don't like Caleb personally, so I don't care who he goes with. Yeah, but, that's yeah. Each of the guardians use their elemental powers to beat the monster, and then Will closes the portal before it can harm Irma. Yeah, because it grabbed Irma right before um Yeah, it, they were they were already through the portal, but it grabbed Irma, was trying to push her back. And stuff. No, oh wait, gosh. This entire episode, Cornelius, oh my gosh, she's bugging. Ah. She's sitting there the entire episode, she's like, why do we have to save Will? We barely know her. Why are we skipping picture day? Oh my gosh. Why wouldn't they and then, skip picture yeah, day? Yeah, and then they save Will. She's all, oh, you guys came for me. You guys are really are my friends. Well, of course, silly. What the heck Later. is your problem? I know. She's like, oh yeah, of course we would save you. Now that we, we have you, of course it's possible, you know. Yeah, I, I was I I was always agreeing with you guys. I was going through the entire time, you know, just to save Will because she's my friend. Oh, definitely. What? You know, I was never you know worried that my hair would you know get messed up or get dirty. No, I was never mad. I know. I've, I've got issues with how they treat Cornelia in the show. Let's see. But, let's see. Um, yeah. After that, they. The girls are excited after their first adventure, and they leave Caleb out into the Earth world, where Blunk is, like, escaping into... Blunk has all... in the sewers. Yeah, he's already escaping, and they're like, well, if he turns out in the school's cafeteria or whatever, I'm switching schools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. The girls then tell Yan Lin about what they did, and they're happy that they saved Will and had become a group of friends and enemies team. Hey Lin figures out that their first name initials spell out the acronym of their adopted team name. Which is which, 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 which. And, um, yeah. yeah. So, in this, like, really all happy moment, they discover their team, everyone's together. Yanlin, of course, has to ruin it again, just like in the first one, with another ominous warning, um, saying that Phobos really just wanted Will's powers and didn't want Will. 
um, and he's determined to find another power from another person whose battle is yet to come. And then you see the big castle with lightning in the background. Another, oh goodness, what's going to happen Another now? Transylvania castle. I want one of those. <laughs> it's just, woo. Every, nobody knows what's happening. It keeps doing all these. I think those are probably two of the only ones. No, it, do, it does that a lot through the series. Where it like flashes up something from Meridian in Heatherfield. It like shows a bunch of things like kind of make you wonder what's to come next in the series. Mm, yep, pretty much. Uh, let's see what's next. What uh, comments think... on the episode? I really liked it. I like the I fact know. how, I don't, instead of kidnapping Tarani, I guess they kidnapped Will, but I mean, that worked too. Yeah. Let's see. I think what I liked was just the fact that Will was kind of left alone in the very beginning. And then, and then they became a friend. Though they kind of immediately became friends in the comics. Though, I mean, the show kind of is a little bit more like real life. Yeah, so I, gu- I guess that works out. I mean, Though, I mean, in the comics, still, Cornelia had issues with Will a lot until, like, the sixth comic, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. When, when Will saves Cedric's life. But, yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah. We, we, we keep doing that where we just talk about other things later. We apologize. Yes. yes. Let's see. What's, what's next? Believes. Oh, comic cracker! Comic, Yay! comics. Let's see. Then everybody's uh, favorite things. Yeah, issue two is called the Twelve Portals. Yes, yes. It's called the disappearance in the U.S. version for the books, but yeah, we like Twelve Portals. All right, so yeah, starting out with everybody, um, all the girls—they're outside Elian's house and they're trying to figure out where she. Yeah, she's disappeared. She hasn't shown up for a few days and stuff, and. Yeah, Cornelia goes and she plants flowers and everything, and Irma gets mad about her because she thinks, oh, well, you shouldn't have done that because what if somebody saw you? And Will's over here thinking that um, she knows that Elian's going to come and we're, everyone's going to see her again and stuff, so. Yep. And then, let's see, then they were, like, do a flashback to um, the day after the gym battle, which um, was the end of the first comic issue. With um with Irma, Halen, and Will whenever they battled against Cedric and Bathic in the gym. And it goes to the next morning whenever they're pretty much telling Cornelia and Tarani what had happened and stuff, so Yes, let's see. And yeah, Will pulls out the heart of Kanjikar and Tarani and Cornelia still won't believe it until they make them believe. Yeah. Cornelia has to experience her powers herself <laughs> with uh, the school edge. Like hedge trying to what assimilate itself with her. Yeah. And everybody's scared, but they know it's gonna take time, and that they're gonna have to try to get used to their powers eventually. But it goes back to the present, and Will's inviting everybody over to her house for hot chocolate. But um, Halen has to go home because she's worried about her grandma, because apparently Yanlin is sick right now, which is our first indication that something might be wrong. Um, they all go to Will's house, and Will's saying a bunch of things are weird, and that they need to figure out what they're going to do, and they need to have, like, some sort of magic practice and stuff. Definitely, they need to have some sort of magic practice, especially if they're as bad as they were at the beginning of the cartoon. But, I mean, it's raining outside, so lightning comes, and it makes the entire place dark. 
So Tarani kind of is like, ooh, I'm scared, but look, I can have fire in my hands. So she's all happy because she can, she makes the fire go around the house, lights up the entire house. And Will's like, ooh, that, you think that's cool? I've got something to show you guys, too. <laughs> yep, and then she starts talking to her refrigerator, calling it James. You know, everyone's kind of like, oh, you have a butler now? And then the fridge starts talking to her. I think it's funny because Irma's, oh my gosh, eek, the fridge is talking, the fridge is talking. And Irma and Cornelia sitting there going, wow, that's weird. And Irma keeps saying, the fridge is talking. Cornelia's yelling at her. She's like, all right, I'm not deaf. Gosh, be quiet already. I get it. The fridge talks. Okay, up here, and pretty soon we find out all the appliances talk to Will. Yeah, because that's one of her extra powers that she has. She mm -hmm. can communicate with electrical appliances. Yep, and let's see. So, Irma's all mad because she can't watch her show because her Will's TV's all old and stuff and wants to watch a bear documentary. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then Tarani asks Will a favor to, to print, print out her science paper. Yeah. And let's see. We, learn, we just see some more of her appliances. Then everybody's all quiet, drinking hot chocolate. Um, yeah, and Cornelia is suggesting that over the next few days they go and do magic practice and stuff. And they're all agreeing, kind of like, okay, we've got this big responsibility, so we've got to deal with it now. But Yep. And let's see. Uh -oh. Will's mom comes home. And now they have to get rid of all evidences of their powers, which means Tarani's got to get rid of her fireballs. Because they're floating all over the house. Uh, Will has to turn all appliances off. And they have to wait for the printer to stop printing Tarani's paper. Yeah. Luckily, it stops just in time. And they're all like, yay, hi, hi, Miss Vandom, welcome home. We're kind of just <laughs> hanging out here. Getting rid of, yeah. You could tell by our fake cheesy grins that we just did something wrong, but oh, you, definitely, of course, you're a parent. You'll never know. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see, and then it goes. Sorry, she's to, looking so surprised. Yeah. Then she goes to Halen. Then it uh flips to Halen's house. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't like this part. So me, sad. Me either. And then Halen overhears her dad talking to the doctor, pretty much saying that he's um his grand his mom is really old, so. There's not much the doctor can do to help her, which gives us a hint saying that Yanlin's going to probably die soon. But, I mean, it's kind of hard to really picture it until it actually happens. But So, Yanlin goes in there, or Halen goes in there to where Yanlin is. And Yanlin um, asks Halen to show some of her powers. So, Yanlin, Yanlin's really happy about that. And she's all, oh, you're my precious granddaughter. And you guys will do well as guardians stuff yep and let's see oh this is also when she gives Halen the scroll that shows a map of Heatherfield and all the portals have been yeah open. the map the map of the 12 portals which is so useless I don't even know what the heck is I mean a couple of times it actually helps them but most of the time it doesn't like it kind of shows it's kind of awkward having to open the scroll every time you want to see a portal but it shows the portals after they they've opened yeah after they've already closed them or figured out there's a portal there, it goes, oh, well, here you go. Yeah, we're just kind of keeping, tr we're just keeping track of what you've already found out, you know. It's not like you'll not remember battling monsters in that certain area and escaping without killing yourselves. But, yeah, we're just having an official document. And it, like, flashes the buildings and everything. Yeah, the place where the portals have been opened are flashing bright red. 
Thanks, though. Yellen reveals that she was a guardian when um, she was Halen's age, too. So that's kind of a shocking revelation for Halen. Yes. But it does explain why she is so close to her grandmother. Yeah. So, uh, her father comes in and is trying to give Yanlin medicine, and that kind of makes Halen sad, but she's all happy because her, how her mom's acting. She, um, she's like, good night, Grandma. I love you. Leaves and everything. And I think that's the last time she actively sees her grandmother yeah. alive. Which is really sad. Goes to Kanji car. And then, let's see. The Oracle informs Tabor that I think a new member yeah. is coming to the council. Pretty much they're planning for Yamlin once she dies to join the council, Kanjakar, with them. Mm-hmm. But it goes to the following morning in the Sheffield Institute. Everyone's gossiping about um, this guy named Andrew Hornby who has mysteriously disappeared and nobody knows where he's been. So... Um, Will and Cornelia are all happy because they have all the news, and Irma has no clue what's going on. But then she's like, oh, crap. I, I gotta tell you guys something. But nobody answers because they see the police coming out of pr- Principal Knickerbocker's office. Yep. And let's see. Oh, and then she has to talk to Halen. This is when she receives the news. Yeah, she... She's like, did something happen? And then you figure out that Yanlin had passed away. It's really sad. Yep. It shows them all going in a funeral up a hill with incense and flowers and dressed up in white for the Chinese funeral. Yes, because uh, unlike ours, where we dress in black, they dress in white. Yeah. Yeah. Cultural difference. And it explains it right there. Yeah. That white is the color of mourning. Gosh, it's really sad, though. thing is, that's the opposite. I'm not sure what's better, but I think the fact that Yanlin did die in the comics is kind of a little better, because that leaves the girls to figure out everything for themselves. Because, I mean, in the show, Yanlin is there, and she pretty much tells them every single thing. Oh, this is what happened. You guys need to do this. Blah, 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 blah. But, though, she's really funny in the show, too. So, I mean, that's an extra comic little relief thing there, especially in the episode later in season two when she's, like, refusing to join Nerissa. That was yep. really funny. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, and then Halen sees Elion. Yeah, when she's hugging Will and all the other girls and everything. So she's, a, she's like, really, she knows that she saw Elion, so she's going around calling Elion, Elion. But everyone else thinks that nobody was there. Yes, and Wilson gets one of those headaches that she gets whenever she feels a meridian. Mm-hmm. Um, Her little wave of dizziness thing. Mm-hmm. But everyone else is convinced that nobody's there. Then Elion magically appears. She was invisible, and now she's not. And Cedric's behind her going, good, Elion. This is very good. So we know, we sort of at this point know what happened to Elion, because in the first comic you had no clue. But now you're kind of like, hmm, why is Elion with Cedric? I don't get it. Yeah, that kind of makes you wonder. Yeah. Yep. So then it, uh, the next day in Heatherfield, let's see, it goes to the Lair household. Typical morning. Irma's late. Of course. As usual. She's just like, yeah, I'm going to take as much time as I want to. Get ready. 
and then she sees on the milk carton uh, about Andrew Hornby again, how he's been missing. So she's kind of getting anxiety right now because she she gives the hint that she kind of knows what happened, but we're not sure exactly. But we'll fi figure that out later, I guess. Yes. This next part is probably my favorite in the entire comics. Yes. Yes. When Will meets Matt and Dormouse and Dormouse and Dormouse. Let's see. She's riding in the park when she sees Uriah and his gang bullying a poor little Dormouse. That's so jerk. cute. He can't beat other people up, so he has to beat an animal. Pathetic. Well, he's trying to put it in, like, <sighs> like Martin's locker or somebody's locker. Yeah, he's yeah Martin's locker. Yeah. yeah, Martin's locker. And then he tries to kill it because it bit him. He deserves it. Oh my gosh. I know. That's, the, that's probably one of the only times Will's really asserted herself, which is really cool. She's trying to protect the little baby Dormouse. So cute. Love it. I love animals. There's... Then Uriah's trying to stick up for Will, or, like, go against Will, and Will sticks up for herself. So, Nigel finally gets Uriah to back off. Yep. Let's see. And... While Will is trying to console the poor little Dormouse, it hits her. It bits her. Bites her, bites yes. her, bites her. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> My English is really... <laughs> yes, we can tell. Shut up. Okay, and so she's she, all... She just notices a foot in front of her, thinks it's Uriah, Uriah again, and smashes it, looks up, it's Matt. The guy that she saw singing at the Halloween dance, who she immediately got a crush on. She's, oh my god, what did I do? Yes, she says, oh my gosh, sorry, 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 sorry. Man, poor, poor Matt. Throughout this entire first he's arc, been, like abused. Yes, he's, <laughs> he's abused by Will, Will, and then like later on <laughs> in arcs by like Irma and Arub and <laughs> everybody. It's really, it's really funny actually. But it's gonna be interesting after. Um, yeah. let's see. So she finally meets Matt, and she can actually talk to him, sort of. And um, he's asking her, "Oh, you really like animals and everything." You should probably keep the Dormouse. Oh, look, it's stunned, and he helps the Dormouse, and Will's kind of like, oh, wow, he likes animals. He cares for animals. That's a plus. Oh, and then uh, he convinces her somehow to keep him and gives her his number. Uh, just to call for the you, Dormouse, you know. You know just it's, it's for the Just for the Dormouse. has just, nothing to do with her. Just just the Dormouse. If you need any advice, here's my number. But that, that can... This um, confrontation with Matt really convinces her that she's really going to like Heatherfield. Because yep. at the beginning, she really hated the place because she was forced to move and everything. Well, in the show, I think she was moving because her mom um, got a change of jobs or, like, she was promoted or something like that. But in the comics, because she her really... Because yeah, her Like, her, I guess her... I think her mom felt like they were going through too much and Will's parents were divorcing and her friends were betraying her and like talking behind her back and making her feel horrible uh this so. is explained in i think a special right? yeah year before special yeah so if it's you want to really see that sad. explanation uh you should go look at that special yeah within either the comics forum unofficial which website whichever you prefer to go to and yep. stuff so let's see and then next it uh, the next morning, yes. I think they're back at school, yes. Uh, yeah, back they are. Back at school. Let's see. Stupid school. Gosh. So glad I'm out of it. And this is when Irma explains what's happening. Yeah, what? she's like, okay, I finally, I have something to tell you guys. And she finally explains to them what happened. She's like, I know what happened to Andrew Hornby. And everyone's 
like freaking out. Why in the world haven't you told us this before? Yeah. <laughs> and then she says she went to a party that Andrew was at. And she, you know, wanted him to notice her, so... And Will guesses before. She's, she's like, like, you didn't. She's like, don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> and Irma says, I transformed myself. And of course. So she's all having fun. Everyone's interested to see what happened. And apparently he offered to drive Irma home. And he was trying to kiss her. And Irma freaked out and turned him into a frog. Yeah. Turned him into a toad. A toad. Or a horn frog. Either way. I don't want to think of the difference. I'm, uh, whatever. Frog, toad, okay. horn frog. One of those. It's a toad. So she's like, oh my god, it's a catastrophe. You guys are going to be so mad at me. Blah, blah, blah. And, and they all start laughing. Well, I would too. Oh, by the way, I turned my crush into a frog. It's like she built up all the suspense. Oh my god, this is so horrible. I did something horrible to Andrew Hornby. He's gone. Blah, blah, blah. He's a toad. <laughs> well, wow. uh, he deserves it. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Yes, so let's see. So it's it's another sign of her accidental powers, how, like, the way she, how Irma can wish things to happen, and they kind of do happen. Just like her clothes and the pop quizzes, she has a little bit of mind control type, make things that she can make things change in a way. Mm-hmm. But... Oh, and then suddenly we'll get to wave of dizziness again. Yeah. And then uh, they spot Elyon melting into a wall. And this time everyone sees it too, so they're like, okay, Halen, you were right. So Cornelia goes and um, makes a hole in the wall. Um, Not very well, but yeah. They get out of school without being detected somehow. I don't know how they... how somebody explained away a hole in stone wall. And then she makes it worse. Yeah, makes it a bit gaping. Yeah. Chasm in there. But. Oh, and then they go to Elyon's house. They fall, yes, they figure out that the only place that Elyon could possibly be is in her house. So they follow Elyon and go to her house and they see footsteps and everything's all creepy. They don't know what's going on. They just know they have to go towards the basement. Yeah. Charlie lights fire, and they're walking through. They can't really see anything, and they're like, where are these footsteps leading us? Yep, and then they see... They see Elion, and she's saying, come to me, come to me. And she, once again, melts into the wall. And they discover that behind the metal walls, there's a door. Yeah, there's an entire huge, huge, huge room, um, which seems to have been built with the house, which we know later was from the passageway that um, Elion's nanny and Elion's adoptive parents, fake parents, kind of took her through to escape from Phobos. They took her and brought her to Earth. Mm-hmm. But they're going through here, and they're wondering what in the world this place is. And all of a sudden, Halen's jacket starts burning. Yes, and then she takes out, let's see, the map, and she shows them the map of the 12 portals, Mm -hmm. and how now, instead of just the school being lit up, it was also Elyon's house, saying that there was a portal in Elyon's house. Yep. Of course, yes, they're like, oh, wow, now we know there's a portal when we're inside of it. Thanks a lot, map. Yep. And then the walls start moving. And they first, first of all, they separate Halen from the rest of them. 
So, and um, where Halen is secluded from them is where a portal opens, and Bathit comes up, um, like, very creepily, like, right behind Elyon. And they're trying to seduce Halen and tempt her and stuff to come back to Meridian with her, with them and stuff, and she's just terrified. Yes, but she realizes that she shouldn't. Let's see, they try to go through the wall, but uh, Cornelia is the first one that tries to knock the wall down, but it starts uh, trying to, I don't know, what is it trying to do? It, it kind of eats her hand, it seems like. It, like, it, like. It's like it's trying to become... The, wall, the walls are all alive in the house. The house is alive. So it kind of just captures Cornelia when she tries to move the wall because Earth is her element. And then it goes around and starts trapping all the other guardians and well and Will's kind of like being pulled up by a very tall wall with a like bottomless pit she can't see into really it seems. Mm-hmm. So she finally pulls herself up of it up above it and, and manages to transform. Yeah, she brings out the heart of Canticrush. She knows, Oh, we've gotta transform to guardians. Yep. So the heart of Kantakara goes around and yeah. transforms them all, except for Halen, because Halen was so scared. So Cornelia and Tarani have never transformed before, so they're like, wow, this is cool, look at us. I feel so strong, I feel so magical and powerful. Yep, and let's see. And then once they realize, okay, where everybody's okay, yeah, now let's go save uh, Halen. So they go breaking more of the house. Yep. That seems to be a theme, you know. Breaking houses? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, and then they hit Bathurst, and he's kind of out of it for a yes. bit. And then they ask Kaylin why she didn't transform, and, you know, she says, Oh, I was so scared. I thought I was going to die. Tarani throws um, fire at Bathurst, and Bathurst is going towards the portal, and Elion's saying, Enough, enough, stop. She's trying to make them feel like they're the bad guys. And finally, Elion disappears into the portal with Bathrick. Yep. Um, and let's see. And they're kind of wondering, where'd she go? Oh, and the door was broken by this entire experience, and it revealed a book. Yep, a mysterious book, apparently, with a strange seal on it. Which we'll discover, like, in the next issue, I believe. I think I think it's the next issue, I believe. So, yeah. And let's see. So, they realize that they've got to study. They're going to have to do magic practice, which is what's going to begin the next episode and everything. And they're like, crap, now we got to finish. We've got to fix Ernie's mistake now. Yep, so they go, like, sloshing around through the marshes looking for Andrew. They finally find him, I think. Because he's... A uh, frog with hair on it. Hair. Awesome. They're like, um, well, do frogs really have hair? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, in that case, I found Andrew Hornby. He's here. So, and then it ends with, like, a comment from Irma. It's like, like cliche, yeah. very... It's like, to change him back, I don't have to kiss him, do I? It's kind of the overall funny theme of this whole section, because she, she didn't want to kiss him in the first place. Yep. And but yeah, that ends um, the issue, second you know, issue. Yeah, the twelve see. portals. So that was, gosh, I really liked that whole part at the end with the walls. Yeah, and how me too. Will came up and everyone finally. That was the first time everybody was together. Very first time. 
Yeah, it kind of showed, yes, we're united. We won't be separated. Yes. Yeah. So. I really happy. Uh, I believe now we have our top ten list. Top ten list this week is you know you are obsessed with which win. Number ten. When you have witch dreams and can't wait to tell others about them. Let's see. Number nine. When you're obsessed with making or viewing witch fan art and fan fiction. We are guilty of this. I'm guilty of all of these, I swear. <laughs> Number eight. When you go around singing the theme songs at the top of your lungs. Unfortunately, we are also guilty of this. Yeah, I'm not sure if many people go around singing it very well, either. But you just have to sing it. As long as okay. you know all the words, and you're good, you know? Number seven. When you tune in to watch the witch episodes at 3 a.m. or whatever time your is, yours is, even if you have all the episodes recorded and cry when you miss them. <laughs> yep, that'd be us. Six. When you buy a crystal necklace and wonder if it could possibly be the heart of Kanjikar. Or if you <laughs> just receive a necklace and wonder if it's the heart of Kanjikar. Oh, come on. Guardians Unite, you know? <laughs> yes, let's see. Number four. No, five. Sorry. When you start or join a witch RPG. We well, are extremely guilty of this. Role-playing game. Who, who are you telling? I'm the admin. <laughs> I know. Okay. Let's see. Right. Now it's number four. When you rename your pets after characters from witch, which I have done. <laughs> I had Will. Many times. And yes. when you told me Will died, I thought, like, what? Yes, yes. You cruel what... person. Just yeah. like when you told me Harry Potter died. My poor fish and hermit crab. Oh, well. Um, so number three. When you start no noticing useless stuff, like Phobos being a lefty. Number I think that one's funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Number two. When you make a witch podcast. I think we're <laughs> one of the only people guilty of this. Woo! Guilty, guilty. Guilty, guilty. Guilty as charged. Yep. <laughs> and number one. When you have so many episodes, comic scans, and pictures saved to your computer that you're afraid to count them all. That would be you. Yes. I can't even go through my entire computer. I, I, I've seen the little bar, the scroll bar. It is so tiny. It'd probably take an entire day to count them all. Gosh, probably more than all my music. Probably. Let's see. So, yes, there are a lot of really, really funny answers and good answers. But, yeah, a lot. Of, I, we pretty much went around and picked the ones that were common and ones that were also, like, really expressed which people. So, thank you guys, everybody at the WitchRPG and TV.com and the Comics Forum who voted and, like, said who your own obsessions, why you're obsessed with Witch. Yes. But, alright, what do we have next? Oh, yeah, 13th Portal. Okay, let's see. The, uh, this time's mystery would be, how can Neris, Nerissa, Nerissa <laughs> use power without draining her life force? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that was that's a character from her story. Yeah, I have like mo moving on, moving, moving on. on. All right. Um. So, someone asked us how does Nerissa really use her powers? Because in the show, it talked about if you're not hooked on to an armor, then you drain your life force, like with Yenlin, how she couldn't help um, all the guardians get together when they're all on yeah when they're all on different vacations and stuff. So she had to tap into Halen's life force to do that. But, um, just to answer the question, I think that she does lose her life force every time she uses, like, contestants or her evil energy power. Um, but, you know, in the show, it might affect, 
in a mind affector to use her powers much less than, let's say, Yanlin, because Nerissa seems to have saved her powers and harnessed them. Plus, she had the Mage Ring, so that probably gave her more power and slowed the aging life force. Though it's obvious she used her powers a lot because of how pretty her skin is, but... <laughs> oh, really? I just thought she was butt ugly from birth. No, well, you know what changed? She. I know she changes, but she's so ugly when you first meet her. She's so ugly when she changes into her guardian form. I know. Cassidy is so much prettier. She thinks she's so pretty. It's like, no, no, no. You're still really ugly. Sorry. Well, then Cornelia is like, oh, the dried up prune look is so much more you. Oh, I'm still pretty. I'm still better looking. And the thing is, it's that, just makeup. I had, to give, I had to give props to Cornelia yeah. for that one, but. And it's just and then, makeup. That mm. basically she just made her. I like it how in my, my, if anybody's ever seen my video, my witch storybook thing, I was really making fun of Nerissa and Cornelia in that one, but. Mostly not, Cornelia. Not, I, I, it wasn't anything personal because Cornelia is like my second favorite character, but. It's just. I, it was, it, it was fun. It was fun. Yes. People who don't have a humor. I'm sorry. Whatever. Yep. Let's see what else. Um, and in the comics. Um, yeah. Let's see. She, let's see. In the comics, she probably drained her life force as well. Although she may be all old looking because she was locked up in the exiled on Mount Thanos for so long and comes out as basically a skeleton with. A little bit of skin on? Yeah, well, she couldn't even get herself out of the thing for I a know, while. She, she she used a dog who she turned into core. Yep. But, you know, in the in the show, they instead of made it, like, just regular people, they made it Matt and the Dormouse into her first two. Knights of Destruction. Yep. Let's see. I don't really remember ever really seeing powers from Yanlin and Kedma. Though it's obvious that they still hold a trace of the eternal gift of the element. So it's possible... So it's possible that it could drain their life as well if they ever used magic. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, that I I don't remember. No, I know Yanlin. I don't think Yanlin ever did use magic. Well, uh-huh. at least not in the comics. Not in the comics. She 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 did whenever she was using Yanlin's life force. Yes. What about Kadma? Kadma. Oh gosh, I can't remember. If, I'm not sure if Kadma ever really used it. I know she mentioned her being able to have powers, but when, I think you're right. When did she... what episode did Yanlin use those powers? trying to remember mm, it's in season two um i think it was jay i think it was jay's for joel okay possibly i don't know don't quote me on that <laughs> if if i'm wrong i am i bet anybody who's listening to this is going you're so stupid amanda it's not that episode it's blah blah episode gosh can't believe you at least she remembered a episode very true let's see you know, i could check real quick you know what I'm gonna see. You know what? Yeah, let's see. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Hmm. And if I'm right, I'm gonna be happy. Wait, okay. I is when they go on vacation. Stuff and. Da 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 da. Let me see. Oh, yes, it is! It is! It is, Jay! Oh, I'm good! Because this is when they're all on vacation and um, Halen has to gather everybody up. So, Yinlin helps her because she doesn't know how to fold, which is like teletransporting in the comics. It's same, pretty much same thing, but they renamed it into something else. Don't know so, why. It would have been just easier to say transport. But it's still something Will can do. Thank God. I, I, I'm still mad about episode or season one. I don't know. give her any stupid no powers. powers. So, let's oh, see. Oh, gosh. We're so totally straight off. I know. Um... Let's see. Uh, well, her life so- force seemed to have shot up a lot when she took a copy 
of the Guardian's powers from Caleb's in issue 18. This is comics, of course. And those who have read um, issues 14 and 15 will know what I'm talking about and here. we won't say a thing. At least not to those issues. Yeah. Let's see. Which... It, yeah. And this allowed her to become young again and gain a ton of power, unfortunately. Which also happened in the show when she reunited the old Guardians. Let's just say she becomes younger. She doesn't become prettier. She becomes younger. And I'm sorry, all you Narissa fans. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, he's gonna laugh again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not meaning anything bad. It's just fun to go. We love again. you guys, but we should. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still a Phobos fan. I know. Villains. Still the most narcissistic. No, but I like Narissa a lot in the ca- comics more in the yeah, show. Yeah, in the she's, comics, she's, she's so she's, she's better. I don't like her in the show. Like, okay. Well, yeah. Let's she's say more. This. E- she's more evil in the sh- in the comics because in the show she's kind of like. I don't know, she's thinking she's doing everything for the better cause, for her thinking better cause, but in the comics, she really wants revenge, she really wants to hurt everybody, she really wants to steal the heart from Will. She she knows what she's doing is wrong, and she loves it. Exactly, she's a lot more evil in the comics. But, um, Uh, she seems so caught up in her revenge in the comics and the show that she couldn't think of anything else but to get power and to get the heart of Kandakar from Will. And to attack Kendergar. Which pretty much is more in the comics than the show. Yes, and when she's so determined, she doesn't care that she's losing power. But she gains it all back, and then beat, then gets beat by the Guardians. So, all was well. Huh? Yeah, like the end of Harry Potter. Yay, Yay. Harry Potter! <laughs> all was well. Until, of course, Arcanta and Phobos with Andarno, and all those, and Wranglin, and all, no, no, and no. the book, and yeah. man, all, all those oh. other sagas that come after. Yep. All was well at that moment, yes. anyway. And next is... So, yeah, the in 13th portal, so... Yes, it does drain her life force. That's our answer. Not sure if it's right or not, but it you can seems, go ask it the seems to be right. Yeah. Let's see. And next is... Um, our Q&A, question and answer. Yes. Uh, question today is, do you like the comics or cartoon better? Huh. Not that hard of a decision for me. Not that hard. I mean, I love the show. The show is really, really good, and I congratulate everybody who worked on the show because it's so funny and it's so it's. I I just like it. But the comics. Uh, same for me. I mean, I love the show. I'm so glad I can finally see them. You know, in a continuous movement. But uh, the comics are just so much better, in my opinion. Thing is, I I started. We started by reading the books. And then we got the comics, so it's like... So, thus... From the comics, we can already see how the characters looked and everything. The show just added... Added... A lot. uh, More movement. 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 Yeah. Along with messed up shirts and messed up voices and a bunch of messed up plot elements. So, that's that's really why we like the comics better than the cartoon. Well, I always seemed like, um, for most things, um, probably only a few things. Like, I I remember, like, the Chronicles of Narnia movies better than books, but... I usually like the books or orig- or comics or manga or original source. I like the original source always better than the ad- adaptation from it. Because you can see the, f- the uh, real story. story. The real, real story that's going on, what's really happening. I mean, it would be kind of boring if the show went and copied everything exactly like the comics. No, I mean, Although if, this it, would mean we would have a third they, season. You know, if they stayed a little bit more with the comics and the show, they wouldn't have had to do stupid things like have Narissa be Caleb's mother. And <laughs> Sorry for all See, of those who don't know this. But they messed it up from the very beginning, having Phobos not have created 
Caleb and made him and a whisperer or a murmurer. So they messed up from the very beginning with that. So that had to mess up other plot elements yes. later. Although, you have to admit, when you find out in the cartoon that Nerissa is Caleb's mother, you died of a heart attack. No, I remember Will and Tarani feel like, and I thought my mom had issues. <laughs> Oh, but what? what's a worse mother than somebody who wants to take over the world? Oh, but it, can, you know? it, it sets up a perfect situation for W's for which. Yeah, very, very, very. Yes. Good. Uh, but, yes, the comics always seem to be a little better for me. Mm-hmm. I always love the com- I love the comics. I remember because I was reading, um, I don't know which comic issue or which book I was on, but it must have been sometime after, I think, the very first comic issue I ever read was 16 because I had already read through 15 in the books and then um, we went up and noticed that people were scanning the comic issues then. So I read 16 through however much was there. Then I remember I went and got 25 through 30 and scanned those and every, every and then an entire community came up and people were going, oh I'll scan this oh I'll scan that and then that um, made up the comic forum which we have today. Yes. So everyone's and going to the comic forum. We have a little scanning crew where people scan different things. Yes, and we thank everybody who's involved in that once again, because thanks to you, we can all enjoy Witch. Because that's probably one of the major things that the Witch community does. So read. Yes, because <laughs> everyone wants the comics. Yes. It's the best thing ever for everyone. Everybody who does that, we congratulate you again, very much. Yep. And so that's that's our opinion. We like yes. the comics, though the cartoons really, really, really cool. Yes. And let's see. Next is we have our song for Irma, which is it's called Flow. It's from the Witch CD, and I really, really like this song because it's very upbeat and it's fun. It's one of my favorite songs. It really explains Irma, Irma to a heartbeat. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Listen to the song called Flow now.
just a slow Get it coming, the wine is a fine Hear troubles, pop them all away Have fun, you can let yourself go And come back, catch a wave with me Slide through on this magical journey With me and the witches Just call, we'll be there in a hurry Watch me as I flow for you Check out my check out, my check out my flow and stuff yep. at the beginning and so a lot of just a lot of things going on uh i think we should yeah yeah I, I'm, I'm gonna leave because my mom just bought me chocolate and i really want some chocolate <gasps> i don't know if she brought you any or not i have to go see well i know she probably didn't buy me any okay. it's okay though no because you're gonna hint you want some no i don't want some i'm gonna give you some but <laughs> well, i'm not gonna leave you here alone but <laughs> All right, well, you're liar, you are. No, no, I'm not. I will not. I will give you chocolate. Yay. <laughs> okay. I'll give, okay I'll give you chocolate. And need to reconvince myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> need to reconvince. Oh, yourself. um, we have a, an email now. So if you guys want to email us, uh, if you have a microphone and want to give a shout out or uh, want to possibly be a part of an episode on the show or reoccurring throughout the show and everything, just send us an email at which and then underscore cast at yahoo.com and just send us an email. You could do that for shout outs and everything or you can do that to ask us either a Q&A question, a personal type question or a 13th portal mystery question. Something that's bothering you about which. So just send us an email at which underscore cast at yahoo.com not the word underscore. You guys, I'm pretty sure, know what underscore is. But, um, and then we have the websites, our usual websites, right? Yep. 
Let's see, there's the unofficial witch website, uh, .bravehost.com. And then we have freewebs.com slash mooncloud217. And you can go here for links for the witch RPG and the comics forum and a bunch of other witch website links. So, yeah, I, I, I guess, guess that's it. I guess we're almost done. Aw, again. Aw. Yay, but we'll see you guys in um, a week or two, somewhere around there. As soon as we can. Yeah, because I've, I've still got um, school, or and, not real school, but, you know, this, my summer classes. And, and then I've still got, you know. Driver's ed. Driver's ed. Stuff. So, Probably well, around the weekend. Pro- yeah, sometime around the weekends, but you only have it in the mornings. She has her stuff in the morning. I have mine at night, so we're going to have to have some time. Most likely weekends. We'll probably get these out around... Friday through Monday, somewhere around there, within a week or two. Yep. So, I guess this is goodbye. All right, goodbye. Happy Father's Day again. Bye, happy Father's Day. Everybody have fun today. Have fun this summer and everything. Don't get too hot or cold or wherever you guys are. Hopefully. Yeah, we're over here in Texas burning up, but. Yes. But we have lakes to cool off, so I guess it's okay. Yes. All right. Bye. I'm Amanda. And I'm Christine. So, bye. Bye. See you next Witchcast episode. Then you know the heart will lead the